In this week's episode, it's Pixar Pier Time. While Anthony was busy with his continuing Star Wars boycott, Diggs and I were at DCA to see what all the hubbub was about. Was the Incredible Coaster worth the hype? How much fat time in the parks did we have? What the heck is a pal around? And why are some things not complete? The three caballeros are back and on TV, but there's a catch. Also, World of Color Woes, Parking Lot News, The Connors, and more on this fried episode of the Mousepire Podcast. I'm Anthony. I'm Diggs. I'm Tim. Welcome to Mousepire, your source for Disney, Star Wars, and everything in between. This is the podcast where both empires collide. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Mousepire Podcast. What's going on? Uh oh! The apprentice lives. What is this? You best start believing in ghost stories, Miss Turner. You're in one. Bring up me, Harley Joe. You never had a friend like me. Some imagination, huh? <laughs> made you look hello hey happy birthday whose birthday this week how are we i'm good uh actually last week it was uh who framed roger rabbit's birthday i saw that 30th anniversary yeah damn silly rabbit 30th anniversary of (laughs) whoa what did he he do you make the roger rabbit noise no make the uh jessica rabbit noise no (laughs) how's she sound digs um I don't know. Yeah, right. I, I can't do that. Anyway, yeah. Hey, I, I, Roger. Whoa. That was more exactly. like... That was some mouse. That, that was like Wanda from uh, yeah. In Living Color. <laughs> In Living Color. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I saw that last week. I was like, oh, wow, interesting. I remember that movie, and I watched it a lot of times. I've seen it so many times. I think it's really cool. It's a yeah, good movie. the dip. It's going to get ya. <laughs> oh, my God. It's dip. Something like that. Hey, that's pretty cool. But you know how I am doing, actually? Because I, I, I haven't got any updates about my my situation going on over here. And I finally uh, seen the doctor again on Thursday. And uh, for those of you who don't know, I, I have a gallbladder issue. I have a tube in my gallbladder that's draining, and it's really you disgusting. you got to drain his dip out every day. <laughs> exactly. If the tunes touch it, they disintegrate. <laughs> and uh, anyway... So it's gross. Well, besides that, yeah, it um, stinks too. It does stink. Yeah, but anyway, you put some on your brother's pillowcase. You're sick. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I um, that would be funny. <laughs> basically, uh, what happened is, uh, of course, uh, there's no communication going on over there between the cardiologist and the surgeon, and all that kind of crap. So. According to the surgeon area, that area, they didn't know that one area didn't know that this was canceled and blah, 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 blah. 
cardiologist didn't tell them that I had the stress test done. He basically took Diggs personally interjecting into the situation to fix it. Yeah. So anyway, finally uh, saw the surgeon, and he um, he said he's going to uh, expedite the surgery. Wow. Hopefully get it done pretty soon. I don't think the word expedite fits in your situation. Well, it's been like six months. Seven. Wow. But who's counting? Actually, uh, this week will be eight. So, oh. yeah. So The word expedite just definitely yeah. does not fit. So, anyway, they're finally going to um, do something. I uh, had to go do a blood test today, so I did that, and hopefully they get the results I in did two a days. blood test today. Was it fun? Yeah, look. I mean, they, like literally, it went right there. That's a scratch, but this is a blood test. <laughs> hey, I did not. Well, I'm just saying it's something we have in common. You don't, and now you get to be quiet about it. Your turn again. <laughs> okay, good. So yeah, I did that today, and uh, hopefully they get the results in a couple of days, and I'll see what I where I stand, and hopefully get this surgery done quickly, and uh, I'll be um, happy camper. Yeah. And you can do jumping jacks again. Um, No, I'm not looking forward to that. You can go running? That's not one thing that was on top of my list. Row machine. <laughs> Why? Elliptical? Why? Stepper. Why? Uh, Standard elliptical. Mm, no. Um, I rather One of those ones where you like, it has like the wires. I was doing that today, actually. Kind yeah? Of. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I, I'd rather just walk. Be able to walk around the park and not have to sit down because it's hurting. So, yeah. Anyway, yeah, hopefully that will be done quick or soon, and uh, I'll let everyone know. And um, if we are if we are on hiatus, then that's probably why. Hiatus. <laughs> hiatus. Okay. Little Roger Rabbit there. All right, so, hey, you know what? Um, Pixar Pier opened. It did. Yeah, it's open now. And, uh... To like massive crowds. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and uh, yeah, Tim. And- <laughs> it was. I, I want to say that first thing. Well, I let did, me just say, Tim and I were there. We were. Yes, we were. The, the night before, though, I posted in a couple of groups and I said, "Hey, uh, do you? Does anyone think that there'll be lines to get in in the morning like there were for uh, the opening of Cars Land and Buena Vista Street?" And. The only response I think I got was somebody telling me that there were already people lined up on Harbor Boulevard, but in fact, that was probably not to get into... No, that was for the that was, Funko. Yeah, it was not to get in early to Pixar Pier. It was for the Funko Pop, the Tiki Room Funko Pop. Yeah, I saw pictures released. of that line. Yeah. And then it turned out that that line was not on Harbor Boulevard. It was, it was in downtown Disney, but that's okay. Uh, nonetheless, there was big lines for the Funko Pop. So after we got ours, we went over to Pixar Pier. While we were in line for Pixar Pier, though, the we started seeing the posts of the videos of people walking into Pixar Pier. And it appeared to be massive crowds so thick that you couldn't get through. But I think what it was was they were moving the rope slowly. Oh, right. So that everyone, walking. So that every, walking they walked people everyone in. Right. So that it Walk kind it of out. Like, yeah. So that any, <laughs> the, runners weren't, uh, the runners weren't given advantage, so to speak. Right. Was that the runners? <laughs> so we went in and did a little shopping at the knickknacks and we uh gave a dog a bone. We dig a dog a bone. This old man was going home. Uh <laughs> that's good stuff. You got a new one, huh? Yeah, because I'm not gonna use the Star Wars one anymore. Oh. <laughs> there's no more Star Wars. Oh, I thought that was so you were trolling. Uh um, you're a troll. I, it's 
not entirely untrue. Uh, <laughs> so we went in, we, we checked some stuff out. We took a bunch of pictures. We realized that the line for the Jack Jack's Nom Noms was a little bit long. So we, I knew Diggs was there. So I texted him, was like, or on the way. He finally said, okay, I've parked. I'm like, all right, well, I took a picture of the, the Luxo ball. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Marble. The giant marble Luxo ball. Oh, is that open? It's pretty cool, but it's not bright colored. It's no, like it's, a, it's dull. Like a, it's like a dull muted version. I'll, I'll show you a picture. That's the water one. Yeah, the yes. water one. The I didn't know if it was going to be open because I knew that I had seen that it's right in front of Bing Bongs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bing Bongs is still covered up. It's actually by the games. Oh, because in the picture, I the concept drawing I saw, it looks like it's right in front of Bing Bongs. Oh, okay. No, it's actually like right by the games. Oh, so they must have moved it then, because according to the concept, it's in between it was, the games and the ball. Well, according to the in the ball drawing, your ball. It was supposed to be right in front of the Bing Bong. Uh... Now, well, I mean, it, it's made of marble or whatever. I mean, you can't really color. Maybe you can't get that. Maybe you can't get bright orange, and I don't know. I got nothing. I mean, it's cool. Don't get me wrong. It's like, you know, what's the most fun about these things is trying to get children to lick them. What? Well, yeah. They're not your kids. Just touch your tongue to it. See what happens. I bet it doesn't freeze. You know, stuff like Pretty much. Uh, the two kids I was trying to the other day, that were they weren't having it, though. I'll have to try again next time. And then I saw Brent. Brent and I took a selfie. Everyone, look, see? Brent and I took a selfie. Uh, Brent still doesn't remember me, but we took a selfie together. Uh, this is like the third that's not the picture one. I saw. This is like the third or fourth one. And look, look at his look at his selfie face. No, because he great. sent me a picture. Oh well, you he sent one of him him he, taking a picture of me taking a selfie, right? Yes, sort of. Well, Brent didn't know you were there in the picture I saw. Oh, gotcha. Um, and then You're we and then we pen. ate. What do we? Then we went and ate. We had the. That time secret something later? Yeah, don't jump. Okay, well, I was just going through the motions, but we had a good time. It was all good. We walked around a bit. and Well, let's talk about Pixar Pier. Let's talk about what we saw, not just like what we did. Well, yeah, there's lots there. So, like you said, there's that knick-knack store, and, of course, it was crowded. People in there was packed. Very, very lots of people. Very lots of people, and uh, we went into the uh, light lounge not deep in, but no. just but just inside the door. Went Whoa. in the door, saw the decorations in there. Looks really really cool. I can't wait to actually like eat there. And there's there is a there is a traditional burger on the menu. It seems like. Well, I don't know if I'm actually going to eat there because I'm not about spending that much money on their traditional burger. That probably tastes like crap anyway. Mm, we'll see. You, you let me know. know. You just never know, right? Mm. With it's like you could get really good food or you could get eh food. Well, considering our track record with getting burgers at the Disneyland Resort, we're we play on the side of uh, caution. caution. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we like you said, we went in there real quick just to look around. And um, let's see. You, uh, if you guys just saw our social medias, you saw the, the billboards. I posted the pictures of the billboards. Those are cool. That are on the boardwalk. There's a couple nods to the past there as well. Yeah, as far as? Uh, I forget. There's on one, the billboards? Yeah. Do you have the pictures? I have pictures of two of the billboards. It's not the Wally one. It's the other. There's another one that's. Oh, yeah. Like he said, the Wally one. Let me take a look and I'll tell you what I'm thinking. 
Uh, oh, well, that's, that's, that might have been what I'm thinking about, is your, the find your special moment. Look at the carousel. Oh, the sun. Or the, or the uh, Ferris wheel. It's the, it's the old oh. sun. Both of those have it. Oh, yeah, and your adventure, your adventure's down there. The sun wheel. Yeah, so both of them have the fun wheel. Sun no, wheel. Sun. Sun, sorry, sun wheel. I don't know how it went from sun wheel to fun wheel to whatever the crap they're calling it now. I'm not, I'm not calling it that. Uh, Diggs and I went and talked to a girl there that worked there. She looked like she was some sort of manager, right? And we asked her. Oh, if, right. We asked her if we thought if we thought they could have come up with a worse possible name for an attraction, and she started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's bad. It's really bad. So yeah, I did post the pictures of the the billboards over there. It was really cool, and I actually um, really didn't pay attention and notice that the sun wheel was on there. Which is really funny. Well, you know, they always like to make those nods to the yeah, years ago. But like I guess I just didn't really pay attention. I was actually just trying to get a picture with no one in my picture. Yeah. Because people decide, oh, I'm going to stop right here and eat my ice cream. You know, I'm trying to take a picture. So I, I got lucky that I actually got pictures uh, of the of the signs with nobody in it. So it was pretty cool. Did you uh, go on the credit coaster? No, we didn't do the credit coaster. Before you were there, or with you, um, <laughs> I figure it's the same thing, and I've seen the video, so I kind of get the impression. Well, see, I'm not like that. I'm not the person to go watch the video. Well, I just the video was on, so I no, I'm it, not but... watching any videos. I'm not watching any of this crap. So I went on it. Oh, you did? Yeah, I went on it. Like I said, the only way I was going to go on it was to go with someone who has DAS, DOS, whatever they call it. MS so, DOS. Yes, MS DOS pass, with and a la viva la resistance. Like that? Yeah. Okay. Sure. So I went on it, got the front, and um, I enjoyed it. I liked it a lot. I liked the, the the stuff they put up on there, the props and things like that. I wasn't expecting that because, like I, cause I said, like I said, I didn't watch the video. So I wasn't expecting what they had in the beginning. On the When you're on the pier and you're watching, you know, the, the train go after uh, Dash counts down and you see the little water spurts go up. When you're on, if you were like actually pay attention, because I, I just saw water spurts going up. Was that I, supposed to be him? That's him running. So I'm oh. like, see, he didn't pay attention either. I think. I mean, I assume it took it me two seconds like to figure that, out what but... you're talking about. Yeah. So, you know, he's already go or whatever he says comes down and go. Then he's off. And that's him running. How did they go again? I can only do it once. Okay. So, I mean, I like that. Yeah, it's the same ride, you know, whatever, but. Does the lack of music make it different, you think? There is music. It is music, okay. Yeah. I thought that maybe it was just talking during the, like... No, they released a thing last week or whenever about uh, Michael Guy Kino doing new music for the ride. Yeah. There's music and there's talking. There's the characters talking. That's the part I'd heard already was the talking. So, which is really cool. I like, um, you have the three tubes, right? I like... Not, not the two that's coming out of my gallbladder, but the three tubes on the ride. The third one, to me, is the best. It's awesome. Like the lighting in there. Not to be confused with three seashells. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I like the the third tube. It's really cool. I like the ending. I wasn't expecting the ending also where the, the props there. So, I mean, I loved it. It's pretty are cool. The, is the photograph still in the same place? Or do they still, do they still even have a photograph? Yeah, they have the photographs. 
But there's not a place to buy them, right? No, you have to go to the front. That's yeah, down. so you take your picture of the picture, and then oh. you get the code. Then you did take. They, the code did they get rid of that a long time ago, or is that new? No, that's yeah. new. They took. They got rid of the actual kiosk thing. The so they got screens. rid of the the kiosk for that and the original uh, fast pass. Then right, right. What's there now? Where those things they, were? They 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 do have more the queue. Yes, more queue, and they do have the um, the video or the screen, so you can look at your picture. You still walk out. You can see a picture there. But right next There's just to, nowhere to buy it. Yeah, where the shop was to buy it is now the Jack Jack's Nom Nom So cookies. it still has the uh, the number. Which yeah. Is just so a if you're getting your digital, you don't have to go all the way to the damn front. Right, that, right. Because that, that would be dumb. Right. And, uh, yeah, speaking of the Fast Pass, they did get rid of the Fast Pass uh, for the roller coaster there in that area. And now it's sharing with uh, Toy Story Mania. By their powers combined, exactly. They so make they've the Incredimania out to the. Well, not really moved it. They just got rid of those ones, and they now they share with the Mania. Yeah, Mania was out there on by the pier. Yeah. Well, now they have both of them. They have one sign, one side for the Incredicoaster, one side for the Toy Story Mania. Now, is there, are they doing it like what they do with Star Tours and Buzz, where uh, they're only doing like Mania up to a certain time, and then after that, it's Incredicoaster for the rest of the night? No, no, there, there's two sides. So there's two specific sides. Yes, because one, well, when I went there, both sides said, we're done for the day, you know, and they had the Incredicoaster sign and then Toy Story Mania sign. So, yeah, if you guys are wondering, from fat, wondering about Fast Pass, uh, it's over there where Toy Story Mania Fast Pass is, and you can get both, you know. They're doing a lot of that uh, sharing. Sharing is caring. Exactly. Apparently, exactly. with Fast Pass now, because you have a you have a Small World and Matterhorn, which is in one. After all, you have Star Tours and Buzz, as I said, that's one. Shoot you have up. Uh, now uh, Haunted Mansion and Pirates that are will be probably will be because they haven't started will be. yet. The hell, are they waiting on uh, Grad Night. <laughs> that's uh, next year. We got the button. So I mean I like the I like the area. I mean it's cool. Yeah, they rethemed it, you know, and people are going to just complain cuz it got rethemed, but it's pretty cool. You know, it's like you know, I like the Pixar thing and everything. They're just kind of a hodgepodge like there's no rhyme or reason to the to the uh to the transition from neighborhood to neighborhood like Oh, it's just no. kind of like whatever's Yes, yes, yes. No, there's no neighborhood differences. No, there isn't. Uh, real quick, uh, right there by... Um, so naming the whole name, neighborhood thing is pointless. Though. It is pointless because there is no transition, like you said. But right there where uh, the Jesse Critter Carousel, whatever it's called, is going to go. Uh-huh. On, a wall. Huh? A wall. Yeah, there's a wall there. But there's another wall that actually has the Incredibles logo on there. and it, Ooh, Yeah, right in front of it, too. is. Yeah, and that, that's where they're doing the photo ops. Mr. Incredible. Oh, yeah, Mr. Incredible was there. I saw Frozone, and uh, um, that's the only ones I saw. You can still get to the bathroom right there? Yeah, yeah. Is everything the same? They just put a little wall up around the carousel, but then they build another actual wall. It looks like cement and everything where they're doing the photo ops for that. That's pretty cool. Oh, then they have uh, the Incredibles trash cans. They redid the trash can in that area. See you, you later, trash can. You know what? I, that's a, I just thought about that. Uh, Talking about transitions. I don't know if somebody let Russell know. No. But uh, I didn't look at the other trash cans. 
because the Incredicoaster trash cans stuck out because they're black and red. There was a, there was an additional new trash can by where the Pixar Luxo the Luxo ball was. Say Pixar Pier on it. It has the version of the Pixar Pier logo. I didn't go and see what the other ones might have been. So I, I need to go and check that out. So maybe that's the transition the trash cans are. You never know. You never know. Right. It could be. I think the coolest game that they had was the Heimlich's beanbag toss. See, that's, I, I took pictures of the signs of the the games and stuff, but I didn't get to go up there and take pictures of the games because there's just too many people there. I I couldn't get any good pictures of anything because there was just too many damn people there. Exactly. So, wow. That would actually have been Anthony there because, you know, he would have been all pissed off with all the people there and he couldn't get his pictures either. Kiss my butt. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I couldn't take, take any good pictures, but, you know, we everyone's already heard that, you know, they have that um, uh, Seniors is Buzz Churro. Apparently it's covered in, like, Crushed up red hot. Are you sure that's what it is? That's what you said. You look look like. Okay, we have a friend that's a manager at the Knickknacks. Just somebody we know from the park. We say friend because he's. We always say hi, and he said that he tried one at the media preview. He got to try like a piece of it, and that's what he. he, That's what he told me was that it's like crushed up red hots. So I think it's like a spicy cinnamon flavor. I mean, I'll try one eventually. People are going crazy for him, evidently. I thought it was uh, that Mexican spice that they put on everything oh, else. I thought it was Hot Cheetos. And then, of course, uh, the Poultry Palace is where uh, Anthony wants to go try that. I've gotten mixed reviews. I got him, too. We'll talk about that in Fat Time also. I just want to take a picture of Zerg. Zerg is pretty cool. And um, what else was there? I must have missed the Zerg. He's on the left side. Mm, it's probably Over weird. there, right in the middle, where... Um, Basically, on the left of where the Bing Bong Switch stuff is going to be, that's where that uh, Pixar Philharmonic thing, whatever they were playing at. I don't know if that's going to be part of the Bing Bong store because, to me, it looked like it wasn't even completed. The well, shell, evident- yeah, yeah, yes, yes, yes. Evidently, they were supposed to put a theater in. Yeah, and I know. We were, that. We've been talking about yeah, that. That's where so that I theater was supposed to go. I'm pretty sure it has to be. But just the way it looks, that wall or whatever, it just it looks like it's well because they not keep referring done. to it as a shell, like as if it's like a you know like a philharmonic shell, right? Right. But I mean, it's like, is it like an actual shell or is it just like a shell, quote unquote? I'm gonna mm, philharmonic style. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, but the back part of it just looks like it's just a wall, and it's just like. So it looks like it's not done. Right. Well, it doesn't go back far enough is the problem. Right, that it's too. It's made to look like it's a shell. Because basically they're right there, and then, you know, you got crowd control and a crowd. Did you listen to them? Yeah, yeah. For like five minutes. Were yeah. They, were they good or? They weren't bad. Yeah, they are pretty good. They cool. were average for Disneyland. This is a nice shot right here of, the, Brent was. of the Pixar Pella rounds just for you. I took that just for you, Anthony. It's a nice photo. Thank you. The uh, shit name. The sun is on the back now, I see. Yeah. Is that another homage? Yeah. All right. And then uh, also, um, let's see. They were playing, like I said, they were pretty good. First time uh, watching that band. I know they've been playing at Paradise Garden uh, area. The bandstand over there. They've been playing there. 
But you know what? I like the pier. I think it's pretty cool. I like. Uh, I'm a big Pixar fan, so I don't see anything wrong with it. I I know that you know, like you I said, mean other than the fact that there needs to be more stuff. There should be more stuff. There should be like, like you said, transitions and things like that. But it was really, really hard to pay attention to anything with all the people there. So if there had been more to do, right? I guess I don't know. But I mean, I think it's pretty. Just, cool. That's my biggest complaint with the whole Pixar Pier thing is it was it was it's very poorly executed. It's half ass. It's I mean we're not there yet, but I mean the some of the final elements are borrowing from something else, and uh, I mean it's just it's it's all just there wasn't really much thought put into it. Uh, whoever caught thought of this whole thing, they're definitely not trying to get ahead in their uh, in Imagineering. <laughs> they're definitely not trying to make a name for themselves because nobody's going to remember the name of the person who came up with Pixar Pier. Now, over at the knickknack shop, real quick, I want to say that I I think it's really nice in there. The way they it's all decorated with uh, the different characters, it's pretty tight. They've done a good job. Yeah, they did a good job in there, putting like incredible characters up on the wall, putting Buzz. And Woody. Monsters Inc. Well, who was that? That was uh, um, Mike Wazowski's in there, and then of course they have the uh, up characters, or actually they had um, they had all the candy in there that was we were saying that's supposed to be a Bing Bong sweet shop. So I mean, you know, it's pretty cool. Like I said, they rethemed it. They did all right with it. I don't think um, the pier is going to be that busy for that long. So. Probably in a few weeks, the the hype will die down, and you can actually go over there and try to enjoy some stuff. Yeah, seriously though, I was telling just telling Victoria the other day that uh, right now is your time to go do stuff at Disneyland mm-hmm. because until the uh, magic and the uh, novelty of Pixar Pier wears off, which won't be long, I guarantee you, mm-hmm. because once again, there's nothing to do there. Pretty much everything is going to be people going over there and getting in line for a credit coaster. That's about it. People are going to go on the uh, Ferris wheel. The people that would have went on the Ferris wheel before. Nobody's going to go on the Ferris wheel because it's renamed to a stupid name. No, I'm not. People are going to go on because because there's nothing new about it. It's repainted. Who cares? The people that are going to go on it are people that would have gone on it anyways. People are going to go on uh, Toy Story Mania. They're going to go on that anyways because nothing was done to it. So, basically, you're looking at everybody going over and getting basically the Incredicoaster line absorbing all of the, uh, you know, the crowds. Because what would normally be, how long is the credit, or how long was uh, Soren usually on average? About an hour, hour and a half? Mm, sometimes a lot less. Less? Sometimes. And what's it averaging now? About two hours over, over two hours? All day we saw it was 70 minutes. Oh, well, I think I saw it uh, up to like 200 minutes the other day or on Sunday, I think. Mm. I don't know. I don't pay attention to those things. But anyways, because like on, on Saturday, for example, uh, the day while you guys were over there, all everybody was over there with you guys at Pixar. Uh, I heard that uh, Peter Pan uh, never only got to like a 30 minute wait or something like that. Hmm. Uh uh, Rebecca told me that uh, Autopia never went over 20 minutes. I saw on Friday we get the official announcement that 
The Inside Out Emotional Whirlwind will open in 2019 on the Pixar Pier. You mean Flix Flyers? Yes, Flix Flyers is going to be So we got the official confirmation of something we already basically knew. Yeah, so sometime after Bugs Land closes in like two weeks, then they're going to move it during the night piece by piece over there and start building that area. Or, of course, they got to send it out first to get repainted. Right. Well, the whole facade around it looks more extravagant than the ride itself. <laughs> I would want to go over there just to look around at the at the outside. And, yeah, that's true. Because the whole outside and the inside of the uh, the where it looks like the queue is probably going to be all looks pretty cool. But it all looks like it just leads to a uh, to an underwhelming ride. Right. A really cool outside and uh, lead into uh, what is essentially a uh, kids ride. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, how Luigi's used to be. As we're talking about everyone heading over to the pier and um, wait times and everything like that, uh, is that ride going to have a big old wait time because it got rethemed when it opens up? Probably. I mean... I mean, you're going to wait an hour? You're going to wait in line for an hour for a, for a uh, kid's ride? Because like right now, that wait time for Flix Fires is five minutes. Right. Just saying. So, well, let's put it into perspective. How long did we wait in line for Gadget's Go Coaster when it first opened? Now, Gadget's Go Coaster is no Flix Flyers. But it's a new ride. Or rather, Flix Flyers is no Gadget's Go Coaster. But it wasn't a rethemed ride. It wasn't a rethemed ride. Yeah, it was brand new. But it's simply, it's essentially still a kid's ride. But I remember staying in line quite a long time the first day of that. Yeah, for a one-minute ride. <laughs> I know, and it's a kind of a bad example, but it was the only thing I could think of <laughs> on short notice. <laughs> oh, you didn't get the memo then? No. So, yeah, they officially announced that. We've been talking about that. That was going to happen in any way. And, uh, um, yeah, that's what's going on with that. And, of course, it's going to open in 2019, probably the same day as uh, Jesse's Critter Carousel of progress opens up <laughs> like that one talk about throwing it back right taking it back to the old school uh, real quick speaking school. of carousel progress did you see that they're coming out with uh what's those uh uh kingdom of cuteness series two interesting but one of them is going to be the eagle from america sam sam, sam, from sam the eagle yeah sam his gonna be like a bust of sam from uh, america from the Sinks. muppets no, from America Sings. Oh, because oh. not that Sam the Eagle. No, if you'd let me finish before you busted out I knew Sam, what you were talking about. No, because then you said Muppets. Yeah, I know. I was messing with you. Oh, sure you were. All right, so of course, um, staying with the Pixar theme, uh, the new Incredibles float for Paint the Night also arrived, and then it arrived on Thursday with the press event, and I knew the press event was going on on Thursday. Uh, I was hearing, you know, this is going on, blah, 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 blah. And I didn't, uh, I don't know. I wasn't thinking or anything. I didn't think, hey, maybe they're going to have the float out there for the press on that night. And, yeah, they did. So I didn't get to go watch it. Everybody and their mothers were posting pictures of that damn float. Of course they were. So, yeah, they did, did have it. Did you see the pictures? No. Oh, neither did I. So they, uh, like I said, it did come out on that Thursday. It ran on Thursday. It also ran on Friday. And, of course, the official, quote-unquote, debut was Saturday 
and I watched the parade uh, and on Saturday and I saw the float. I thought it was really, really cool. Uh, we were talking about that uh, POV technology thingamabob. I forgot what it was called. All right. So it was. Uh, we're talking about that Violet, where she was, was going to be in a force field, which was, and, and they actually built a custom-built Persistence of Vision globe, and we were trying to figure out what that was, and I said, oh, it's probably some kind of projection and things like that. Then I actually looked it up, and I saw it on YouTube. I, I sent it to Anthony, uh, what it actually was, and um, wow, this is way better than what I sent Anthony, because... The technology on that was awesome. I think that what I sent you was from 2013 or 14, 15. I don't know. It was kind of old. But this uh, globe thing is really awesome. The technology is just great. And I, I did take a video of that and send that to Anthony. It's pretty cool. But, yeah, the Incredibles uh, float is really nice. I like it. I like the uh, the, the the lighting on that is awesome. And, um, yeah, Frozone's on there. The Incredibles are on there, and it's really cool. You guys, uh, if you guys haven't seen the float yet or on Paint the Night, go check that out. I think it's pretty tight. It's awesome. It's pretty cool. You rhymed. I try not to. Are you hungry? Well, they are. It's time for Fat Time in the Parks. All right, so yeah, about time, because um, Tim's been trying to jump ahead all uh, podcast long already. When Now it is time for Fat Time. Exactly. Exactly. Let's continue with the Pixar theme, and let's talk about uh, uh, Jack-Jack's Nom Nom's Cookies. All right, go ahead, Tim. You've been waiting all this time to well, talk about food. We tried it together, and it was pretty good. Whoa. Uh, I don't know that I, don't know <laughs> like that that, I huh? wanted to eat the whole thing. It was really sweet, but it tasted really good. That's all you got. Yeah, I recommend them for five bucks. Good. Five bucks for a cookie? Mm. I don't know what he charged us the second time, do you remember? All right, so the cookie is actually $6, and it is um, a chocolate chip cookie. Is it basically like a mini pizookie? Yes, without the ice cream. Oh. It's really good. It's um, it's kind of big. Thank you. Everyone's like going crazy over this cookie and everything like that. I'm not going crazy over this cookie. Not for six dollars. I don't care about the price. You're the cheap one. I'll pay the price. I no, don't I'm care. not cheap. Just because I, I don't will, want to pay six dollars for a I cookie will, doesn't mean I'm cheap. I will go and buy the cookie again, but I'm not. It's not the best cookie in the world. It's awesome. It's 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 or it's not that great. I mean, it's just a cookie, and they put it in a conveyor oven so they warm it up. So it's pretty. I mean, it's it's all right. It's 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 great. Everyone else is making a big old thing. Oh, this is an awesome cookie and blah 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 blah, but. I mean, it's cool. It's just, it's, just, it's not bad. I mean, everyone loves a a hot, warm cookie, and it just reminds me of uh, eating the cookie over at uh, not Spray Farm during Christmas. They have a warm cookie and milk, and you can go and grab that. And it's basically the same thing. All they're doing is warming up a cookie, so they're not actually making a cookie. They're just warming it up. I mean, it's it's cool. I like it. It's not bad. So yeah, we tried that, and then also Tim tried that uh, corn dog. Over at Corn Dog Castle, we both tried them, right? No, no, I didn't try it. You didn't. No. Oh, which one did you have? I just had a corn dog. I had oh. a regular corn dog. Well, I tried like the triple flavor Jack's yeah. corn dog. Yeah, it's the temperamental taste shifting corn dog. 
So it's like two different types of sausage. There's a hot link sausage and a chicken sausage that's a little bit spicier. And also the cheese in the middle. And the cheese part was my favorite. Yeah, he was just like, he wanted the whole corn dog made of that cheese. That's good. So what do you say? Or what? I say just get a cheese dog next time. <laughs> Unless you like spicy um, and cheese, there's no reason for it. It was pretty spicy. Oh, the funny thing is the fact that um, they have the picture of the corn dog. And Tim said he wanted it served the way the picture showed, split open. I did, because I wanted to be able to share it with Elizabeth. But they wouldn't cut it for me. <laughs> they probably didn't have a knife. <laughs> That's what they said. We don't have a knife. I mean... They should have a knife. Why would they need a knife in there? Why wouldn't they? Because they just put batter and corn dogs and fry it and nothing. They're not dicing the apples because they're pre-diced, pre-cut. I don't know. I just don't think they probably didn't have a knife to do that. Because I'm sure if they did have a knife, they probably said, oh, okay, hold on, and done it. But if they didn't have well, the yeah, knife... Yeah, it could have potentially taken a really long time. Huh? It could have taken a really long time if they didn't have a knife. All right, 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 yeah. right, yeah. So, but I mean, so you just say, basically, just get a cheese dog. Yeah. But the cheese is different than the... Maybe they'll just use that other cheese for me. Never know. I could be like, can you substitute... You never know. I'm just thinking because, like, the cheese they use on there is a cheddar cheese, and it's actually, you know, this big. This one, this cheese is not even that big, and they probably wouldn't be able to. Right. I don't know. Maybe two of them. Maybe. You never know. And we also went over to Flo's, mm-hmm. and we tried that orange shake. Which was really good. It's called the Supercharged Cream Orange Shake. So basically, it's like a 50-50 bar. So, I mean, that was pretty good. It's an orange shake. If you like orange shake, you like creamsicles, then uh, I suggest you try that shake. It's pretty cool. It's um, And they put, like, orange uh, sprinkles on top. And, of course, the whipped cream and everything. So that was pretty yummy. Like, you know, Tim said, we tried the cookie. We all shared it. So before you start, Fernando, about my sugar, we shared it. I took a bite of that. I took a little taste of the shake. So I wasn't, you know, trying to have so much sugar that day. So, yeah, go to, over to Flo's and uh, try that shake if you guys are into the uh, orange-flavored shakes. That was pretty good. Now, today, uh, Disney announced that they're going to have a fried chicken celebration at the Disneyland Resort. I don't know. It's weird. They said National Fried Chicken Day is on July 6th, and they're going to be celebrating that uh, July 6th through the 8th. And basically, the, all this, the parks blog basically, all they said was uh, come over to Plaza Inn and have chicken and uh, go over to uh, uh, Flo's and have chicken. We'll go have some chicken. So, yeah. Now, I, I'm i not a chicken person, so I'm not going to go over there and have chicken. Tim, are you going to go have some chicken on chicken day? What day of the week is it? I don't know. It's July 6th through the 8th. So Maybe not. I think that's Friday through Sunday. I think the 4th is on Wednesday. But yeah, so uh, yeah, fried chicken uh, celebration at Disneyland Resort, and they're gonna just have chicken. And um, then again, they always have chicken there, so it's nothing like a big old deal or anything. But I think they're just trying to advertise uh, their chicken. And uh, I guess there's actually two types of chicken. I didn't know that the Plaza Inn chicken was different from the Flo's chicken, but I guess it is. It has two different different ways they prepare it. 
But like I said, I'm not a chicken person, so I'm not probably not going to be having chicken. So if you guys want to go check that out, it's uh, July 6th through the 8th. And um, yeah, have some chicken. I'm not feeling the chicken. You're not feeling chicken? No. Yeah. some cheese dogs? All right, and real quick, I forgot about that uh, Poultry Palace, um, that chicken over there. From what I heard, it's too spicy. Of course, that's going to be a preference. I don't eat chicken, so I don't know. But from what I was told, the person who had it thought it was just too spicy for her. What'd you hear? Yeah, Tim's falling asleep over here, even though I'm talking to him. Yeah, it's been a long day. Uh, I heard that the chicken was, the first person told me that it was um, not good and that the coleslaw was dry. And then another person told me that it was good chicken and that the coleslaw was good. So it just shows you how different opinions are. All right. Um, I mean, I guess the fat time situation is that we got to try the chicken. Well, one, one of us at least. Well, from what I've heard, if it's too spicy, then if you're into having spicy, you're probably not going to um, notice anything and you're probably going to like it. And if you're not into having spicy chicken, then you're probably not going to like it. So that's all I know about that. But uh, uh, And it's drumsticks. It's three drumsticks. Yeah, it's three, three drumsticks. Three drumsticks, coleslaw for $10 from, like I said, she didn't like it, so she said it wasn't worth it. Hmm. So, but then again, you guys have to try it yourself and see if you like it or not. Hey, Tim, did you hear there's a new dance party going on in Tomorrowland? You know, I should have mentioned that to you. When we were there, I walked through the Tomorrowland Terrace stage area. The stage was maybe about two feet off of the platform, you know, lifted off. And I said, hey, is it stuck? And the guy was like, no, it's not stuck. And I said, well, you know, I wanted to ask you, uh, do you know if the bands are going to move in here? And he said, he looked me right in the eye, and he said, boy, would we all love it if those bands moved in here. But no, they're not. We're going to have a DJ, Pixar-themed. And I was like, okay. I mean, the DJ's cool, but I think it would have been cooler if the bands came in, mix with the DJ, right? Do both. Um, I'd rather hear bands than a DJ. You know me, I like electronic music, but at the same time, I think a mixture on and off nights or whatever, you know, um, the band's bringing a different crowd than the DJ. So, I mean, we'll see how it goes. We'll definitely come check it out. Hopefully it's, um, I don't know about going and checking it out because, uh, well, it's called Pixar pals dance party. It's at over there TLT and it starts at seven o'clock goes till 1030. All you're going to get is a bunch of little kids jumping up and down. Well, we're going to find out. Oh, it's already started. It started yesterday. Okay. On so Monday. Will you go jump with me? No. We can hold I, hands. I can't jump. We can hold hands. No, because I might leak. Oh. <laughs> you can splash people with bile. That's gross. <laughs> but yeah, it started on Monday. Uh, no uh, announcement or anything. I guess it just started to, they decided just to start it and see how it goes. But... That's the day we were there. They must have been testing. Yesterday? Yeah. We were there yesterday, and that's when the stage guy was talking to me. Okay. So, yeah, I mean, it started yesterday. It's already on the schedule. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, you're just going to get a whole bunch of kids jumping up and down. I don't know if they actually have. Oh, you know what? I did see they had the, I believe they had the Army men out there. The Army, Army men were out there. Dancing? Yeah. All right. Yeah, so yeah, they had the, the Green Army men were out there, and they're probably doing a little skit or something. Whoever was taking this video didn't do a good job, so that's all I can see. 
But yeah, if you guys want to go check that out, it's uh, every night starting at seven o'clock over there at Tomorrowland. But like I said, here's the pictures right here. What do you see uh, by the Green Army men? Uh, that looks like a lot of children. Uh, exactly. What are those kids doing up at that hour? Is my question. Um, they're following the Green Army men. Yeah, that's a little problem. Yeah, past so... the bedtime. <laughs> so yeah, I'm not. You hear me? I said past the bedtime. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to going and checking this out, but I guess they decided to start this. And um, uh, maybe they'll uh, give us an announcement that it's actually started. I don't know, but that's what's going on over there. There's no bands or anything. And because if actually there were going to be bands, they would have already started by now because I believe last year they started in May. All right, so on Friday, uh, we were supposed to have the World of Color back. We don't? We don't. Really? Really. Huh. Um, basically, Houston, we have a problem. They can't get the video and the audio to sync up or what? Well, that's what I thought the problem was in the beginning, but um, that's not what it is. Apparently, one of the islands, islands disintegrated. Is that the ones that are in the stream? Yes. Islands in the stream. That's who we are. One of the islands of lights or whatever disintegrated and started sinking. Disintegrated. And the whole section of island had to be replaced. Wow. That sounds like a hefty deal. Because they showed pictures before and after of how the island looked, and in the second picture you can see that it's, uh, part of it was just sinking. Huh. All right. Well, um, I got some um, information here. I was trying to do my, uh, of course, talk to my peoples. All right, so uh, here's a little information that this might have happened. What happened with the the platform is that the tables work on a scissor lift, mm-hmm. and which is basically air-powered for it to go up and down. If the scissor lift don't have the air pressure needed, then the table will drop. Okay, so it's a it's an air pressure situation, right? Um, and they need this in order to raise up out of the water to fire off. Yes, otherwise it, they're underwater, and that's like how they look during the day, basically. Yes. Um, if the basically if the table isn't rising, it could be either the issue with the lifts or issue with the air pressure underwater, and it's really hard to get to. Uh, basically, you you'll have to drain it and go underwater to service it. So I was, I was going to say scuba dive situation, basically. Yes, and basically it's a big job, and um, it would take a long time to do. So what people are saying or what I'm hearing, it's going to be closer to the end of the year when it comes back or whatever. Wow, it could be that long. Yeah, because of that one issue. Well, if they would have to drain the whole area. Just to get to that, because if it's not re- going up and down, then if it's sunk, yeah, then you know I don't know. They have to go do something. That's what I'm hearing. I'm trying to get some official word, but um, people are not answering back. Who should be answering back? So we'll have to wait. Yeah, hopefully uh, we can get some good confirmation on that. But that's what I'm hearing is going on with World of Color. Get to wait and see what happens with that, and see if they can fix that, and see when it's going to come back. But as of now, there's no World of Color. And uh, just go over and enjoy the fireworks at Disneyland, I guess. But it's the wonderful world of colors, so wonderful and magical. 
All right. On that note, let's talk about some uh, refurbs that are going on or actually coming up. And the reason I want to bring this up is because um, I just want to let everyone know that it, they have, on the schedule, Path of the Jedi will return on July 17th. Uh, upcoming refurbs are Big Thunder Mountain from July 16th through July 26th. Uh, Pinocchio will be refurbed from July 30th through August 3rd. And here's a big one. Matterhorn will go in refurb from July 30th through the fall of 2018. July 30th, so July, August, September, maybe October. Now this is weird because we usually don't have refurbs during summer. There must be something breaking. Well, no, not just that because we have Big Thunder, we have Pinocchio, and... Yeah, we usually don't have refurbs going on during the summer. I think they're expecting a big winter. Probably. And that if your winter's big and there's no downtime between summer and whatever and the holidays and Halloween and also the fact that next year you've got, I don't know, maybe they can't make it to next year, but... I don't know. That's rough because with with Galaxy's Edge opening, they also want the entire park running. Right. They don't want to have down attractions during gal- the opening of Galaxy's Edge for the first three or four months. They don't, yeah. want, they don't want Matterhorn or Big Thunder or Pirates or Space or Splash or any of those big ones to be down. Yeah, because usually Matterhorn goes and refurb in February. So... Yeah, but usually it's like a week. Not days. really. It's usually a while, but I don't know. This is what's going on from now. Like I said, this or remember that this is that it's subject to change without notice. But as for refurb, that's going on right now. And then the Pixar, the Pixar short film festival will return on July twentieth over at the Sunset Showcase Theater with Knickknack, La Luna, and Sanjay's Super Team. Look forward to seeing that. Now, speaking of some refurbs, we uh, got some information. That over at Toy Story parking lot, they are adding more parking spaces. Again? Yes, again. Well, good for them. Exactly. They are actually adding 360 more spots. Where are they getting all those spaces? Uh, I think from space. What's oh, that? wait. No, um, over there by, uh, this is actually going, I don't know what parking lot this, they're going to name this. It's actually by Jesse. I would, I, I guess, but basically there's a, if you guys park over there and it's like you're facing, you're coming in through a uh, Harbor. So you're facing that direction coming in. And if you guys ever park at Jesse the very first Jesse, not the extended Jesse, and you look over to the right back part of the right, you'll see a, a green fenced off area. That's where they're actually building this new uh, parking spaces. So, yeah, they're going to be adding uh, 360 more spots over there, hmm. which is cool, which will bring them to a total of 4,961 spots. Wait, how many is the total number? 4,961. 4, so basically 5,000 spots plus the 12K that the structure does and the 6,500 that the new structure is going to do. So that's 5 plus 12 is 17 plus 65 is 23.5. Plus the 
whatever they're still going to have when the current stitch and boom, the lots or then they're going to, I'm oh, sorry. Then there's the, what is the lot behind all the hotels off of Disney way? I don't remember the names anymore. They've probably got something like, oh, something like 20,000 plus parking spots. And then you got cast member parking. Oh well, yeah, that's that they true. They can use a Catella a lot. So yeah. Anything they can do to have more spots, I guess, is, I mean, I would say it's a good idea. Uh, I've been watching, or I've been seeing things going on in that area. I just didn't know that that, that was actually Disney area. But, yeah, I was sent this information along with a color-coded map of the parking and how many spaces each section has. Oh, cool. So, yeah, getting more spaces over there, 360 more spots, which is cool. Not sure when that's going to be uh, opened. I don't even. I haven't even seen any type of um, pavement going on over there. I just see a lot of dirt. So, but when that opens up, we'll let you guys know. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but there's significant progress being made in the new structure. Yeah, they're actually going vertical now. Yeah, it was for a little, for quite a while. It was grading the land, so to speak, and. Uh, now they're pylons or pillars or whatever you call them going up. Um, I don't know. It looks pretty cool. I can't wait for it to be done. Seriously. They better get a move on. That's all I know. I mean, unfortunately, it's going to be almost another year. But Hey, so we've been talking about that new Play Disney Parks mobile app that's going to be coming out for people to do who knows what while they're in line with. And, uh, well, we know now that it is going to be coming out on this Saturday, the 30th. I actually got mine already because you were able to go and uh, get your app and um, I guess it's like reserve it or something. I don't know what they were calling it, but you were actually uh, able to go and get it. And then I guess when it releases on uh, Saturday, then maybe I actually download on my phone. I think I don't know how that stuff works. but uh, According to this, uh, they're going to have different games for different queues, actually. Like the game, if you're in line for Toy Story Mania, you can play Playset Party. If you're in line for Peter Pan, you can play After Neverland. If you're in line for Space Mountain, you can play Rocket Race. Hmm. And then they also have one, since this is also being released in conjunction with Walt Disney World, uh, they also have rides there. They gave an example that there's uh, for Andy's board game Blast, if you're in line for the new Slinky Dog Dash Coaster at... uh, Toy Story Land. Well, yeah, of course they have it over there. Uh, apparently they have something that's going to tie in with Apple Music through the app. If you're an Apple Music subscriber, you will be able to add more, even more stuff like listen to music. And then, of course, it mentions that when Galaxy's Edge comes out that there will be updates to it for that, obviously. So, yeah, Saturday. Get it now. Sign up. Whatever you got to do. Yeah, you can go over... Uh... To wherever you get your apps from and uh, pre-order. That's what it says. You can pre-order it, but it's free. You don't have to pay anything for it. I'm looking right now. Mine says pre-ordered. And um, I guess, like I said, now I have, this also has the date too on here. It says expected June 30th. So I guess as soon as it released, then I'll just download straight to my phone. That's pretty cool. Woohoo! Hey, so it's pretty much no secret that I like the Three Caballeros. It's always uh, the best of times when it's uh, 
Viva Navidad, and uh, they get to come out, and they do have their little cameo on Small World. In case anybody's ever wondered what it would be like if they made a cartoon, like an actual like uh, cartoon series out of that, well, uh, well, keep waiting, actually, because there is one. Apparently, it's been around for at least three years. I haven't seen it. But it is coming out, but it's only coming out if you live in the Philippines. I'm not moving. The show is called Legend of the Three Caballeros. It was actually not made due to various researching and posts and stuff really uh, revealed by different people who are in the know. This was not made by uh, Walt Disney Television Animation. It was made by Walt Disney Interactive. Which is strange because that's you know who does the games, but it is an animated series. But also, I've also learned that this was actually finished before Ducktales even went into production, according to Frank Angonis on his Twitter, who is the uh, head guy on Ducktales. He said that this actually went into production even, or this was actually completed before Ducktales even went into production. Because he already knew about it at the time when he was starting DuckTales. And, of course, DuckTales is now long out. And you know how long production is for a animated series. They would have been doing the voiceovers at least probably two years ago. So, I mean, that means that this Legend of the Three Caballeros has been around for who knows how long they've been having. Disney's had it, like, tucked in a pocket or something. Or I don't know what the hell, what they're doing with it or why it hasn't been released. It's very, very odd. But, uh... We did some get to see some pictures. Uh, it's very interesting because there is a character that uh, it appears th- that there's a character that's appearing on the show that is like uh, we talked about Ducktales pulling out some deep cuts and going into the uh, the old uh, you know Uncle Scrooge comics about Carl Barks and stuff. Well, there's one actually. Uh, there's they're going even going into some of uh, the old Don Rosa comics. And there's gonna there's appears that there's an appearance by uh, Donald's great great grandfather Clinton Coote, who was actually the uh, founder of the uh, Junior Woodchucks, and apparently he only made like a, he only made an appearance in like one frame of one comic, other than being in the official uh, Duck Family Tree. But there is a, a screenshot of uh, what appears to be him from the show. And uh, if you compare it to the old the picture of him from the comic book, it's definitely him, even though a lot of people were mistakenly thinking it was uh, Ludwig von Drake because they do have a very similar look. But uh, we actually do have a trailer video, or not a trailer video. It's actually the uh, the, the opening theme. So uh, let's check that out. And uh, I'm basically, and a lot of people are basically saying this is probably going to end up on the Disney streaming service next year. Sure, hope uh, so. We don't know why it's ending up on the. Uh, Maybe it's on like the fire, Philippines Fire TV thing now. Uh, it's on. Out. No, it's only available in the Philippines uh, through mean, the it's... Disney Life UK app. No, I mean that all the stuff that gets illegally put onto the like fire. That TV... would require somebody to be able to record it in the Philippines and then put it on there. Oh, uh, okay. But once again, is it in is it in the Filipino it, language or in English? No, it's in English. Okay. Once again, it's only available on the Disney Life UK app, which is but it's not available in the UK. It's only available in the Philippines because apparently they use the Disney Life UK 
it's their version of the uh, the play or whatever it's called. The what's it called? The Disney Now. The their version of the Disney and Now app that they use apparently in the UK and also apparently in the Philippines. But yeah, so hopefully we'll get that on the Disney streaming service. It looks really fun. I like it. I like those guys. So uh, let's check this out, out. This trailer for this thing that who knows when we'll be able to see. We're three caballeros, three brave caballeros. They say we are birds of a feather. We're happy amigos, no matter where he goes. The one, two, and three goes. We're always together. Yeah. Does it look like the same Who's art? Who's on top? Oh, free. Oh, yeah. Does it look like similar art to what's on the new Disney channel, the new Disney XD stuff? DuckTales and whatnot? No, because oh. it's not made by the same people. Okay. Once again... I just thought that was the new look. Well, no. Once again, this is made by Disney Interactive, and it actually has... This is really bad video, but, I mean, it does kind of have, like, a video game look to it, almost like Kingdom Hearts... It almost has like a Kingdom little, Hearts little look to bit, it. Yeah. So like if Kingdom Hearts was actually made into a TV series, uh, it kind of looks similar to that. Uh, some of the shots, it looks really good and does have really good animation, but then other times it does look kind of weird. But I don't know. We don't really have a lot. It just kind of, this just kind of uh, came out of nowhere one day, uh, whatever day this was on, uh, oh, Saturday, the same day that uh, I was not at Disneyland. This was just kind of uh, came out of nowhere. And, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Well, we've got news out of Hollywood. I have been there. Have you? Yeah. Oh, well, you did that studio tour, right? Oh, I did that. Um, you guys went and watched the Kim Possible Live or something, <laughs> right? Wasn't that what it was? No, it was Casey Undercover. The Casey Undercover deal, It was a yeah. run-through. And it was at the Hollywood Center Studios, right? And I told you that I almost did an event there. Yeah, it uh, was a. It's not calling that anymore. But, but. this is like actual Hollywood. Right? Oh, yeah. Uh, ABC, parent company Disney, um, has announced officially that the Roseanne spinoff is a go without Roseanne Barr. Cool. Um, Anthony has has can tell us all about why she's a complete, um, you know, all those bad things, and uh, she's not part of the show. Nope. That's. We were saying that they can go ahead and do a spinoff and not include her, and which is that that's what happened. But I was reading, I didn't read this article that I gave you, but I did hear that you know what she actually played the good guy in this. Roseanne did, yeah. She was she was pushing for it. Well, no, not just that. I don't know if she was actually pushing for it. She uh, dipped out. She foregoed her producer. That's credit, what I'm saying. She gave up. Stuff, she yeah. gave up the rights to the characters. Those characters. Yeah. Well, because she owned them. Yeah. Yeah. So she did the good thing by giving up the rights so they can go ahead and move on with this new show. I'm, yeah, sure, how it's, big of I'm her. sure it's a 10-year license where she gives them up or something, but we don't know. It's the, the Hollywood Reporter says that after canceling the comedy following Roseanne Barr's racist tweet, the Disney-owned network has found a way to move forward with the original cast, creators, likely crew, and, uh, and likely crew as the Connors, which is a tentative name, but it'll, right. pro- but it'll probably stick. Because what else are they going to call it? Yeah. Weeks after canceling Roseanne, they're going to move forward. Following aggressive talks with executive producer Tom Werner from Casey Werner, if you ever watch at the end of the show, 
The Disney-owned broadcasters handed out a 10-episode straight-to-series order for Roseanne's spinoff, The Connors, working title. The new take, which will be a multi-camera comedy and premiere in the fall, will follow the Connor family who, after a sudden turn of events, are forced to face the uh, daily struggles of life in Lanford in a way they never have before. I think that that means the sudden turn of events is that she dies probably during that knee surgery. Uh, ABC stressed its announcement, its announcement for surgery, that former star Barr will have no financial or creative involvement in the new series. Werner and Barr reached an agreement that will allow Werner Entertainment to produce a spinoff for ABC without Barr's future, or excuse me, further creative or financial participation. Um, Sources tell the... Hollywood reporter that Barr will retain all rights to her Roseanne Connor character and any future spinoffs beyond the Connors or any future reboots of the original. I regret the circumstances that have caused me to remove from Roseanne. I agree to the settlement in order in order that 200 jobs of beloved cast and crew could be saved, and I wish the best for everyone involved, Barr said in a statement. Added, added Werner that we were grateful to have reached this agreement and keep our team working and continue to explore the stories of the Connor family. And I'm sure Casey Werner says that because he's going to make up about, about a billion dollars. Mm-hmm. Nonetheless, it's, it's a long article, but we recommend you read it. It's in The Hollywood Reporter, um, so I'm sure you guys can find it if you want to read it. Well, we did. It is posted on my mouse power. Oh, well, there you go. It's on posted on mouse power. So, yeah, um, uh, looking forward to that. I'm glad that they actually went and did this. And uh, All I know is we're going to have to not record on a Tuesday coming up here in the fall. Uh, yeah, look forward to the new spinoff, um, and we'll see how that one goes. I'm pretty sure it's going to be pretty good. All right, hey, speaking of Hollywood. Yes. They announced the new uh, class, I guess you can say, the new uh, stars that will get their... Uh, star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame in 2019. Which undeserving bastards is it this time? Well, I'm not going to go over everyone. We're just going to go over the ones with the Disney connection. Okay, good. And we're going to start with Mandy Moore. Oh, well, I guess she's done enough. She's done enough? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I'm not opposed to that one. You do know how people get stars, right? It doesn't matter what they've done. It just, just matters that enough people gave Hollywood the money for it. Right. No, I know how. Well, they I still have st- to I be. I can still have an opinion about whether they deserve it or they not. They still have to be approved, so I guess uh, somebody's opinion matters. All right, moving on, we have Christian Bell. Totally, yeah, definitely. Anne Hathaway, and she, um, she deserves, yeah. And this one obviously deserves it. I don't care what anyone says. Lupita Nyong'o. I don't know who that is. Then really, something to do with Coco. She was only in three Disney films in one year. Yeah, we only talked about her like every other podcast for like all of 2016. I miss those years. Those years? I miss that year. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I think that's it. That's it for the Disney connection. And uh, yeah, so that's going to be next year's uh, cast, as you would say. Uh, No dates have been announced for any of those yet. And if I've missed anyone, oh, I did miss someone. I'm glad I kept writing. 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 I'm glad I kept reading. The other one is Adina Menzel. Yes. Eh, whatever. Shut up. <clears throat> anyway, so yeah, I, I knew I was going to miss someone, but I kept reading this uh, list of people. So yeah, those are your cast, the Disney cast of people who will be getting their star next year. She's getting hers, obviously, more for Broadway, less for Disney, but. I'm sure it's she's a more of a Broadway star than a Disney star. The Disney thing just brought her name into the uh, 
mainstream, I think. No, John Travolta brought her name into mainstream. John Travolta? He missed that year, too. But he fell off. He missed that year, too, apparently. Uh, Speaking of John Travolta, he's got a new movie that apparently is not doing very good. Gotti? Yeah. MoviePass invested in this film, and that's why it's failing, I think. Really? Yeah, that's why they're the only ones that are sending out uh, notices. uh, Go see Gotti. Go see American Animals. We invested in these movies. Please. Well, they're sending out notices to tell people not to believe the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes score, which is zero. <laughs> oh, and uh, but nobody. But they're not saying they're not telling anybody that they invested in the movie. You just have to have known that to know that they're shilling basically for the movie that they know is sucky. It's time for the mail. Yeah, it is time for the mail. Woohoo! Check that out. Do I get to read mail? Do you want to read mail? Well, I mean, not the whole thing. I mean, I figured I could help. Your eyes might get tired. Um, <laughs> That happens. All right. Our first email comes, I believe, all the way from Australia, mate. Wow. Whoa. If, uh, if, if he's wrong, let him let us know. This is from James. And the subject line is Anthony and the Star Wars Green Hat. Hey, guys. I have been a listener for a while but never wrote in. Before now, I just finished listening to the latest episode where Anthony swore off Star Wars. (laughs) I started listening to you guys way back when one of you, and he says Anthony, I think, but not positive, appeared on Skywalking Through Neverland. That would be me a few times, actually. I think that maybe he needs to take a page from their book and focus on the and the positivity. What is this guy's name? I'm going to give him a round of applause. Wow, ignoring all the behind-the-scenes drama. Star Wars has not changed. The movies are the same ones he loved all along. It's the fandom that he seems to have a problem with, and he can easily step away from that portion. I hate to see all mentions of such a major Disney property removed from the podcast and hope that he will put the green hat back on. Take his blood pressure medicine and embrace the positive side of Star Wars and ignore all those negative Fs out there, James. Well, thank you for uh We like you, James. You're our new emailing best friend. in. But uh I just I'll uh, I'll respond as far as uh being positive and everything like uh I'll just say that as far as Skywalking goes, Richard and Sarah, they are in a position where they need to be neutral and diplomatic because that's who they are. I don't, and nor do I want to be. Because that's who you are. Everybody has to take a stand for things that they believe in, and everybody has to take a side when it comes to right and wrong. When you don't take a side, then, well, it just leaves you kind of neutral, and neutral is not a, is not a good thing. And, uh, not necessarily true. I just don't think that neutral is bad. No, it's, it is bad, especially when it comes to these sorts of things. Because when we're coming down into with the Star Wars fandom where it's coming down to a fact that there's people out there in the Star Wars fandom that are being racist, that are being misogynist, that are just straight up being haters for absolutely no reason than just to be trolls, then it's just the you inter- can't the internet in general. But you can't we've gotten to a point where you can't ignore those people anymore. You used to just be able to ignore those people and then they would go away. But now these people are not going away because they're being enabled by certain leaders in our country 
to that are saying that that sort of thing is okay. And it's not okay anymore. It's not okay for these people to not just, they're not just going to disappear like trolls have always been. They, they're continuing to be here. And that's why you can't just pretend it's not happening. You have to take a stand against these people or otherwise they're just going to keep being here and they're going to keep destroying everything that we love because of the fact that they are either, either they're, like I said, because they're all those things, racist, misogynists, sexist, whatever you well, want to call are, them. How are you going to change their mind by quitting something that you love? Well, I'm not. So wouldn't it make more sense to just like ignore them and not give them the time of day and continue doing what you love despite them? No, because they're part of it. You can't you can't just stick your head in the sand and pretend things aren't happening. I mean, I love the internet, right? But I don't but I don't refuse to operate on part of it. Well, you love it for the drama. No, I love the internet because it gives people access. I think the internet's fantastic. But at the same time, I don't ignore or refuse to be on the internet because it's ruining the upcoming generations. But you should. Well, it's because it's not going to change them. You have to make a stand, though. Me not being on the internet is not going to keep them from being on the internet. It's just not. It's not going to do anything. Me not being on is only going to affect me. So you not having anything to do with Star Wars is only going to affect you and the people right around you. The other, those other people are not going to be. I mean, they're just not. They're going to say, "Ha ha! We got one of the good guys to quit." We got the good guy to go away, and we're just, this makes our voice louder because yours doesn't exist anymore. Which is what they're doing now we by have, making Kelly Marie Tran quit Twitter, by making Daisy Ridley quit Instagram, and all the or uh, Kelly Marie Tran quit Instagram, also not Twitter. Is Either that, way, is that Rose from Last Jedi? Yes. Okay. Either way, I mean, you have to say that the reason, the only reason these people quit is because they chose to quit. If they just, they because just, they were getting tired of being harassed. You would, too. Well, they're still going to get posted about whether or not they're on Twitter. Well, yeah, they're going to get posted about, but they're not, they're not going to see it because they're not there anymore. Why should they stay on there and be harassed? They have better things to do with their lives. Very much. I so. have better things to do with my lives than be part of a fandom that has so many hateful people in it. Why, why should I be part of the fandom that is being destroyed from the inside? I would rather just not be part of it anymore than to have to deal not, with their people anymore. They're not the sure. It's not. It's not teaching them a lesson, but it it also means that I'm not part of it anymore. I don't want to be part of those people because they're ruining Star Wars. But they're not the inside. But they're enough inside. There, there's they're enough inside people. The internet. And they're well, true. not just inside the internet. They're everywhere. You know what I mean. They're they're inside their little bubble. And you let them be. And you just block them when you see them. Yeah, but their bubble is getting bigger and bigger and bigger because there's more and more of them coming out of the woodwork that are being enabled to become more jerks than what they are. What I'm saying is you can't And the thing is, is you can't argue with them. You can't convince them because they're so messed up in the head. Just like James said, you either learn to move forward in a positive way and you embrace the positivity and the things that are good... And no, you, because then that's just ignoring the problem. But not ignoring it doesn't do anybody any good. No, but it's step it's taking yourself away from it. 
Like I said, why should I be part of fandom that doesn't want even want to be where half of the people or part of the people in the fandom don't even want to be a part of it, but they're only but they're only interacting with people because they want to be trolls or they want to be horrible people or they want to spin it and make it sound like the good people are the horrible people, which is really what's happening right now is that the the the, good, the one side, the people on the other side or the people the alt right Star Wars people are are doing so much spinning of the truth that they're pulling people on their side based on lies yeah, and I mean, everything. I just don't see any that of it's this just stuff. like maybe a whole. It's, maybe it's Twitter you need to be get away from. Oh no, it's everywhere. You just you're just you're not into Star Wars. No, I mean I'm very much into Star Wars. No, I mean you're I'm not, not into, into you're, you're not, not into, into the community and everything that's going on. Well, that's the part that maybe you should quit. Not the podcast and the talking about. But Star they're Wars. affecting all of it, though. The fact that they're all out there and they're. And they're affecting it. The solo is example of how these stupid people have affected Star Wars. You're giving them more credit than they deserve. No, I don't think you're giving them enough credit, and that's the problem. They're not going to change anything that Kathleen Kennedy, Brian Johnson, uh, any of the other directors are doing. They're not going to change any of that. All they're going to do is just make a bunch of noise. And then when Kathleen Kennedy and Ryan Johnson and all of them don't do any don't do what these trolls want they're they're going to get louder and they're going to and they're and just going to make themselves look like dumb racists i mean well, that's they're all already is. doing that well there you go and that's just that's that's where it's going to be like okay well there's just a bunch of idiots out there and that's well, pretty I just much don't how be the part world of it. works but you don't want to be part of the world not really <laughs> not really i'm just saying cuz 90% of these people that are being the haters about star wars blame disney because they all supposedly love Star Wars so much before, while Lucas had it. Even though yeah, I would guarantee ones, they're the same, same ones, ones talk who about talked the, crap about the, the prequels and drove Lucas away from Star Wars. That's the irony of it: is that they're the same ones who drove Lucas away from it. Now they want now they want him back because they think that Disney they, is ruining think, Star Wars even well, more. What would happen if he came back? We'd end up with three movies that probably everyone would hate, right? Because Lucas. Uh, Frankly, Lucas doesn't know how to write dialogue. Well, the other problem is that I don't know if you guys, maybe you told me this or I heard this recently that he he said publicly in some sort of interview that his next three movies would have been about um, basically about the Force and the yes, uh, what's it called the um, he didn't specifically mean say midichlorians. Yeah, but basically, but he said he wanted to take Star Wars to a microscopic level. Yeah. So in other words, he wanted to bring Ant Man in. Right. Except it's not in the Star Wars universe. But All right. right. Well, thank you for your email, James. Appreciate that. New emailer there. James, we do, we do appreciate you writing in. Please do again, uh, even if it's just to tell Anthony that he needs to stay positive. All right. Our next email is from Fernando Xavier Hubbard. Hello, food man. He says, how are you, Mouse, insert name here, <laughs> Mouse Trek, Mouse Avengers, Mouse Wick, Mouse Friday After Next. <laughs> <laughs> been a while since I've written in. Been a crazy past couple of month, months at work, but I occasionally check in on my boy Diggs. The past few shows have been great. Anthony has been on fire. Hopefully I can rile him up. Thanks, man. This fat guy's on fire. All right, he says, hopefully I can rile him up. Tim says, Roseanne is the greatest. And go. And go. <laughs> Roseanne is the greatest. Uh, okay. 
We must hook up soon and partake in some wheezing of the grindage. Ooh. Fat grindage at the park. Summer of calories do not count. <clears throat> Sorry, guys. Don't really have much to ask, and I am free-flowing. Maybe I'll make myself a strong-ass tiki drink since these damn Dodgers defense has imploded. Uh-oh. See, yeah, they lost. See you guys soon. Ooh. I'm out. Deuces, Fernando. Yeah, thank you for your email, Fernando. Like I said before, Fernando actually calls me and checks up on me and everything. He actually called me one day. He called me last week on... Um, on last Tuesday. And he left me a message, you know, and told me, you know, call him back, whatever. I didn't get a chance to call him back because I was running around doing things. Then I had to come, uh, get ready to come over here. So the next day he was coming on things or whatever. And then I was like, oh, yeah, I got to call him back. So I called him back. He's like, I knew that was going to get you to call me. <laughs> but, yeah, Fernando's really good about checking up on me and see how I'm doing. He's alive. I can vouch for it. All right, next uh, email is from um, from Jason. Now, I know Jason listens to the podcast because he actually asked us a question that we've answered already. He says, Dear Mouse, <laughs> sitting at work messing around on Facebook, and I thought I'd shoot you guys a random question. If you could choose any extinct ride at Disneyland to come back, what would it be? I would choose the Skyway between Fantasyland and Tomorrowland Yep, with the People Mover a close second. Have a great day, Jason. Ditto, bro. Ditto. Well, I, I enjoyed uh, American Sings. That was one of my favorites. It's a close three between Journey to Inner Space, America Sings, and the People Mover. I mean, if it was a, if it was a one-time ride thing, I'd choose Journey to Inner Space. Because I, I don't know if I ever got to go on. I my my parents don't remember if we went on that when I was a kid there, and I don't remember. So it's possible I missed that one completely. It's possible I didn't. Nonetheless, uh, I mean, I would have had to have been like five or six when I went on. But uh, if it was a permanent reinstallation, then definitely some Skyway buckets and the People Mover, no question. All right, thank you for your email, Jason. Next email is from Rachel Hayes. Subject line, nickname time. Uh-oh. All right. She says, it's time for my, nick- it's time for my nickname. I've, I- got, I've, got a, I've got a suggestion, unless you've been thinking about it. Right, that's his job. Well, let, let me just read this real quick. She says, I'll honestly be happy with anything you come up with. Nothing rhymes with Rachel, nor does anything sound like Rachel, so I'll be impressed with your creativity. All right, she says, I saw two movies this week, Incredibles 2 and Solo. I know I'm way behind with Solo, and Anthony doesn't want to talk about it anymore, so I'll just say very little. I really, really enjoyed it, and I don't care what anyone else says. Screw them. I 100% agree with Tim and Diggs. Review on Incredibles, it was really awesome and a little predictable. But I didn't care. I took my seven-year-old godson to see it and he really liked it too all the jack jack stuff was his favorite and i have to agree with him i was confused with bow too i thought the character was a boy as well (laughs) my godson didn't get it at all and when a certain thing happened to the bow uh when he wanted to leave (laughs) my godson was confused and a little disturbed so i don't think that it's that great for kids but i think i got the 
metaphor by the end. Can I interject real quick? Just yeah. the thing about Bell. Sure. Because uh, I've been reading a lot of things, you know, in between the toxic Star Wars on Twitter. I have seen a lot of things about Bao, and that I've seen people who have said, oh, I didn't understand it, blah, blah, blah. It was just, like, stupid, blah, blah, blah. And then, but I've seen people who I follow on Twitter who are Asian who have expressed how much it meant to them. Basically, Bao to them is almost like what Coco has meant. Like, there was a lot of people who saw Coco. They were like, okay, it's fine. But you know how it's been super huge for the Mexicans, even though there's a lot of things that people don't understand. Bao, from what I can gather... And I'm I'm trying to be kind of, you know, sensitive myself because I don't completely understand all of the issues with it or the deals with it. And since I haven't seen it, I just know that uh, there's a lot of things that maybe you wouldn't necessarily understand if you're not Asian. Well, in the Asian cultures, the kids go off and get dated. And that it's uh, directed, it's it's basically, you know, I've seen basically, like I said, a lot of people on Twitter say, uh, take people who are complaining about it and talking about how stupid it is. And then they'll quote that tweet and say... And be just basically yelling, it's not for you. Just like people, you know, there might have been, like I said, there was probably a lot of people who went and saw Coco who didn't understand it. Probably a lot of white people who went and said, oh, I don't understand this. But, so it's it's similar to that. Well, it's not that we didn't understand it at all. We didn't understand pieces of it because of the way it was presented. Right. I'm just I'm just trying to make the, uh, the diplomatic case for the fact that, just like uh, Sanjay's super team. Mm-hmm. That was written for Indians or whatever, the proper term for anybody that that would be written for. People who are of that culture would understand things in Sanjay's super team a lot better than somebody who's not, right? Yeah. I mean, because we've all seen we've all seen Sanjay's super team. I mean, it's that one's cool and fun and everything, but I'm sure that if you were that culture, you would understand it a lot better. I think that's the case with with Bao is that if you were of the Asian culture, you would understand a lot better. I don't know. I just wanted to say that. All right, so her question is, what is your must-have snack when visiting the park? Mine is popcorn, as long as the lines aren't crazy. Until next week, Rachel. I was going to suggest, because she's written in five weeks in a row, we could call her regular Rachel. But I'm not the nickname person, so. Sure. All right, so answering her question, um, lately I've been... uh, on the pretzel bites craze, pretzel bites over there at Troubadour Tavern. I don't know. I've been. Uh, I'm gonna go get some pretzel bites, and I've been doing that lately. So I'm uh, gonna say pretzel bites as a snack. Timothy, uh, you know, there's a few things I like. Uh, if it's like just a quick snack, I'll grab the hummus and and pretzels, just from a cart. Like if I just need to put something in my stomach real quick, but you know, corn dogs and Popcorn and Corn chur- dogs not a snack. churros. Depends on who. No, I'm just kidding. No, churros are good for a snack. I tried the lemon churro finally. Well, I had one when the Pirates 50, 50th, but uh, I got I got one in Town Square again. That's how one. boring it was. Yeah, I got a boring churro in Town Square. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's uh, it's good. Next next up, carrot cake, I guess, and uh, maybe a couple of the others. We'll see what happens. I don't really snack. I mean, if there's a popcorn bucket, or if we have a all you can eat bucket, I'll have a popcorn. All you can eat bucket. I mean, you know, I mean, you know what I mean. Uh, refillable bucket. If we have a refillable bucket, you know, I'll get popcorn. But I mean, for the most part, I mean, I'd rather have a drink. 
My snack is drinks. Fair enough. I mean, there are some good drink snacks, uh, even especially like the Target or the excuse me, the Starbucks there. Uh, no. Yeah, the Target bucks. Starbucks. Starbucks. I go to Starbucks when you go to uh, Crazy Old Maurice's and get a uh, poison apple freeze. Yes. You know the problem with the freezes is that they're just too sweet. No, that's just you though. They're just for me. They're too sweet. And I would go to you said you said the cookie was too sweet. It wasn't too sweet. Or go to uh, no, I Jolly Holiday. And I said the, I uh, thought it would be too sweet. Sparkler to have the whole thing, but it was really good. The cookie. Uh, I could eat the whole thing, but I, I should not have eaten the whole thing, and which is why we were good to share it. Uh, what I do like, I my, would have needed milk. My favorite. They know, have they, milk there. They didn't have. They only had chocolate milk, right? No. They had regular milk? Okay. Yeah. Um, the I got one, strawberry milk, actually. The one that I really like is uh, the brew. Gaston's brew. In oh, the, that's good. At the Red Rose Tavern. Yes. And it's it's like a... I didn't like it. Oh, man. It is so good. And it comes with that froth on top, the way a real beer would. Very, very well, The froth good. is the same that's on the poison apple, right? Is it the citrus Froth foam, the yeah. citrus foam. Yeah, yeah, that one was really good. All right, Anthony, uh, nickname time. Dink, dink, dink. I mean, the only thing I really had was uh, periodical Rachel. <laughs> it was just a pun, kind of, but his is all right, I guess. I got nothing. It was really hard. So uh, we're gonna go with uh, regular Rachel's fine. Regular Rachel. Now you have to live up to it. Regular. You're not the official male person. But you still have to email every week. What, what are you calling her? Regular Rachel. I like it because I came up with it. Right. Good uh, job. Is there any more messages from anyone? Yeah. Do I get to read the last one? Oh, you wanted to read one? Well, I want to read yeah, at least one. You oh, know, you know what? Uh, yeah, well, first is of all. Is there one from Michael? Make him read that one. Oh, boy. That's, <laughs> all right. That's so, uh, hey, uh, Regular Rachel, uh, thank you for your email. And there's your nickname. Just Rachel, keep it regular. Keep Keep emailing. It's your and, thing. It's your thing now, or you're going to lose your nickname. And, and make sure you uh, uh, eat plenty of fiber. Yes, I like to keep regular myself. <laughs> All right, our next email, and Tim's going to read it. It's from Giselle the Gazelle, and her uh, subject line is hashtag Not My Park. Uh oh. All right, this is uh, Giselle the Gazelle's email. It says, "Hey, bros." Oh my God, long time no talk. Just got back from Disney World and it was a blast, but so hot. We made a rule never to go back in June. <laughs> I will say I've been I've been in late April, early May, and it was getting... Anybody could have told you that. Yeah, it was getting a little bit much. I'll tell you right now, best time to go to Florida is in end of December, beginning of January. You know, I've been in, I've been in April and I've been in... Like September, October, and both those times are really good too. Because uh, the time I went, it was New Year's, and their weather there was identical to whatever we were having. Yeah, I've also been in the middle of December, like early, like the eighth. Coincidentally, that's also the best time to go to New Orleans. The eighth through or the or anywhere 15th. in the south. Um, that was uh, that was good too. Anyway, back here it says, uh, "I wish I could just call you guys or video chat something." I'm a bad emailer, I'll admit. I'll send you more deets later on my way to pick up my sister from the airport. Uh, you know, you could record videos 
and we could play them on the air. That's another option. Or you could just record a voice memo. Yeah, or a voice memo. Voice memo. Send it in. Uh, whichever you're better at. We could see your face, uh, but no one else would uh, if it was a video or just the voice thing. Watched Incredibles 2, she says, twice. What the actual heck with the lady eating the dumpling? See, we're not the only ones. But you better believe I cried as soon as the son pulled out that box of pastries to share with her. Ooh. Ooh okay. I cried too because I didn't get any. Yeah, Diggs was sad he didn't get any pastries. Uh, such a great movie. I cried at the intro too with all the characters. Said thank you for waiting. Uh, I haven't made it to Pixar Pier yet, but I'm excited to hear about it from y'all in this episode. Hoping to make it out there next week. Disney World was so overwhelming. Next week, tell us how long you were at Disney World and if you did anything interest- like specifically interesting. That's what I want to know about Disney World from you. Uh, I think maybe because of the heat, but also because it was pretty busy. I loved it, but I'm ready to go back to our park. <laughs> Uh, who has bought their tickets for the Halloween party, she asks. I have. Thanks for not kicking me out of the club. Love, <laughs> G. Uh, that's a good one. Does anybody else have anything to add since she didn't ask any specific questions? Well, I haven't got my ticket yet. I'm going to probably get it sometime uh, uh, this week or next or something. Yeah, I'll just say again, if you'd rather uh, record a video or do a voice memo or something and send us to us to play on the air, we can do that. We'll have to check it for curse words first. Just kidding. All right. Well, thank you for your email, Giselle the Gazelle. All right. Next email is from Dan the Mailman, who is not here today. Why aren't you here, Dan? We hear you had toilet problems. <laughs> All right. His uh, subject line is, does this email still work? All right. So, yes, uh, he says, I'm hoping this email still works and is not deactivated since Mousepire is no more. Did it go through? I guess it did if I hear it on this on the episode. Uh, not much to report this week. Pixar Pier has opened, and it looks like the crowds turned out to DCA while ignoring Disneyland, except for the happy birthday to Tiki Room. A suburban Legends closed out the stage in downtown Disney. A couple hundred people showed up to say bye to that stage with a band known for covering Disney songs and just having a good time. I'm sure we will see them play somewhere else for Disney as they have been doing so since 2002. Uh, Suburban Legends has actually yeah, been playing at downtown Disney for a long time before they even got into the park. They used to play right there in front of AMC. That was the first time I ever saw them was in front of AMC around 2001, 2002. So before they even had the stage there. Yeah, they, were just, they would just set up their stuff right there in the middle. Yep. And then uh, they'd set up a little table where they sell their CDs and stuff like that. The rest of the week was quiet as I did not get to go to the parks other than that Tuesday. I hope to this week sometime, but it's another busy week with some stuff at home. Next week should be my return to the podcast and to the parks for sure. All right, question. People have reported that the wait time for Incredicoaster was less than... Raiders Spring Racers during the week. Very much so. Do you think this is what we will continue to see for the foreseeable future? You know, we both times that I looked at the wait time for the Incredicoaster, it was 70 minutes, which is probably less than Racers during the week. Basically, that's just going to prove that doing all the stuff to Pixar, making Pixar appear and all that was basically for nothing because it's not, it's not bringing any extra people past the Saturday. I mean, the... 
the we were talking earlier about how uh, the the novelty of it wearing off and taking advantage of Disneyland while the novelty is still there until it wears off. Well, the novelty may be already gone. Uh, Radio Springs Racers always has been the most popular ride, one of the most popular rides with uh, that and going to Guardians of the Galaxy. But you know when uh, Screaming was there, Radio Springs was always busy. It's the same ride, just different effects, and um, you know it's nothing new. I mean, you know we went through this, so yeah, I don't, I, I, don't, I, I think Radio Springs Racer is going to continue to be more popular than uh, than Credit Coaster. All right, so he goes on to say, if this is it for the Mouse Something podcast, it was a nice run. Mm-hmm. Maybe we we can rebrand it as the Mice Chat. Oops. No, no, never mind. That's already been taken. See you at the parks or live in studio. Tan out. Uh, mouse chat. Mouse chat podcast. How about mice lovers? You can call it mice for life. <laughs> and, then we, and then we can rip off a bunch of artists and sell their buttons. There you go. All right. Thank you for your email, Dan the Mailman. Appreciate that. And uh, one more time, thank you, James. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, James. Yeah, thank you to Jason. Thank you to uh, Giselle the Gazelle, Fernando Xavier Hubbard, and regular Rachel. Yeah. Of course, you, uh, next week, Rachel, when you write in, let us know what you think of the name, because uh, Tim thought of it, and he's happy about that. What, regular Rachel? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know that there's like a regularity joke also, but I wasn't she's thinking written, that until later. You're the one that made it, but no, until uh, later, till later. I just saying she has consistently written in five weeks in a row, right? If she keeps it up, she'd literally be regular Rachel. And that's <laughs> awesome, right? We like emails, even if they're from the same people. All right, so uh, uh, let me see, James. If you want to have a nickname, you need uh, four more emails to get your nickname. And anyone else who uh, wants a nickname, well, you have to uh, email us at least five times. And uh, don't just say hi. At least have some content to your email. And anyone has any comment, questions, your own tips of the weeks, uh, your own thoughts on uh, anything about the parks, all you have to do is email us. Mousepire at gmail.com. .com. Do you have a special occasion coming up? Looking to personalize your trip with a keepsake? Create customized buttons for birthdays, engagements, family vacations, even bridal parties, or just because. Check out ButtonsByDigs.com today. Buttons by Digs, Buttons by Digs. Remember, those are buttons, not pins. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of the Mouse Podcast. It's the Mouse Pyre. Um, hey, guess what, Anthony? Guess what I forgot to do on Saturday? No. No? You don't want to guess? No. I forgot to do snappies. Oh, yeah, you were supposed to do that. I forgot. And, um. Because we know all those people that are waiting to Snapchat. With we you. have 10 followers now. Whoa. 10? 10 snappers, or whatever you know, they're you called. What you should do is do a, do a, uh, like a, you know, when they do text on the image. I think they call them memes. Anthony can tell you all about them. Do a meme of check out the Mouse Buyer podcast Fridays. This is how you find it. That's a good the, idea. With the email, and then you can post that. You can give it to Elizabeth to share from some of our pages. You can do it, share it on Facebook. Just like a mouse pyre, Here, here's how you find us meme. Something like that. Something like that. You're a meme. Anyway, yeah, I forgot, to do, I forgot to do the snappies. We knew I was going to forget. 
you guys haven't went to uh, check out Pixar Pier, go check that out. Uh, see what you think of it. Let us know. That'd be uh, nice to hear from some new emailers. Yeah, go check out all the stuff that's going on over there. And I uh, have some fat time over there. And, uh, oh, yeah, over there at the popcorn stand, they have a Pixar popcorn bucket, which uh, looks pretty cool. It's uh, $8.50. It's just a regular souvenir popcorn bucket. It's uh, not an AP refillable bucket. It's just a regular bucket. So you can go grab that if you want. And, uh, yeah, just check out all the cool pictures. Wait, so stuff. is that one refillable? Um, no, not for $8.50. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, go check out all Pixar Fest going on in both parks. And uh, maybe you guys can go check out that new Pixar play party, whatever it's called, over there at Tomorrowland. Uh, that starts at 7 o'clock at night and goes to about 10.30. They have a DJ out there. They have some characters. Hey, speaking of characters, I saw that they uh, have Boo in the park. Boo's over there. Whoa. And Pixar oh, here. Oh, uh, I almost forgot. just wouldn't know this but this podcast is coming out on a Thursday, so it may be even too late. But uh, it was announced that on Thursday, Disney announced on Thursday that uh, uh, in a very rare occurrence, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves will appear all together. I'll be appearing all together in Fantasyland. And that is Thursday only, and that is a super rare thing for them all to appear together. I think um, they finally uh, negotiated the contract. Ah, okay. And uh, they finally agreed to terms. It's that damn sleepy. Right. All he wants to do is sleep. So if you've been waiting... Sneezy won't stop screwing up the pictures, though. So if you've been waiting all these years for your chance to see uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves together, because as far as I know, the last time I've seen them together was at an AP party. Yes, yes. I believe it was an AP party. That Fantasyland one. Huh? Right. Right. But uh, So as far as I know, it's, it's uh, super rare. So if you guys uh, are into that, and, uh, well, I don't know when this podcast will be out, but if... if if not, then well, sorry. And hopefully, you guys uh, used uh, your phone uh, horizontally to take it to, to get everyone in the picture. Right. Yeah. So check that out if you uh, didn't do that. Oh, we're sorry. And uh, yeah, everything else going on, Pixar Fest going on at the parks, and uh, go have some fat times. Go try those uh, pretzel bites over there at Troubadour Tavern. Don't forget to check out the Incredibles float in Paint the Night. That float is really, really cool. Awesome. I really like the details on the float. I like the lights and everything. And I check out that POV globe that's on the top. Really, really cool. Hey, all right. So as usual, get us on uh, social medias at our Mousepire on Facebook for now. At Mousepire on the Twitters and the Instagram for now. Uh, don't, no, don't worry about me because uh, you, don't, you don't need to see what I'm doing. It's just going to get all political, and you're just going to probably complain about it anyway. So uh, don't follow me. Uh, Tim's over here sleeping. He's mm-hmm. somebody refreshing and uh, refreshing. W- refreshing his one and, uh, I don't know, Pepsi One. All right, well, as Tim's fall asleep, you can follow me on Instagram at Blue1313. You can also follow Buttons by Diggs on Instagram. There you will see your button order going out. Also, head over to DGPclothing.com. Get your former Mousepire gear. While it's still available. And you can also visit uh, DGPclothing.com on Instagram. Just spell it out. DGPclothing. D-O-T-C-O-M on Instagram. And uh, yeah. Who am I? No, we're done with you. Oh, okay. I don't don't matter. It's okay. Because Tim the Tech already put your graphics up. And uh, yeah. So follow that. Don't forget to head over to uh, YouTube and uh, listen to the podcast there. 
if you don't already. And for those of you who do, I appreciate that. And appreciate you guys waiting while Tim the Tech uh, has to, uh, you know, takes him a while to put the podcast up because he's been working really hard. And um, But he eventually gets to it. And uh, don't forget to check out patreon.com slash mousepire. Help support the podcast while we're still here. And don't forget to head over to Snapchat and be our, one of our snappies. I just took a snappy right now, so you can check that out. I don't know. I think it's only for 24 hours. But anyway, I took our first snappy. It's kind of funny. And uh, yeah, go over to Snapchat and uh, Snapchat. Snapchat. Chap. Chuck. Chap. Snapchat and uh, check out the mouse power. Just look for mouse power there. Add us there. And uh, yeah, all that kind of stuff. And until next time, remember, it doesn't matter how the fried chicken is fixed as long as it has its own celebration. So for Clinton Coote, Daria Morgendorfer, and Old Man Harrison, I'm Anthony. I'm Tim. I'm Diggs. Bye. Bye. Meep. This podcast is intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. Audio, sound bites, and other clips are property of their copyright holders. All original stuff is ours and property of mousepire.com. Like I said, I did post those pictures of the. Um... Sorry. Sorry. I didn't fry the chicken. I just got a text from you that says, Hey, bros. Oh, my God. Long time no talk, huh? Hey, just got back hey. from. That's the email. Oh, it's the, dis- it's the email. Okay. And until next time, remember, it doesn't matter how they fry the chicken. Oh, wait. It does. I'm not trying to play footsies. I'm just trying to stretch my leg out. Oh, okay. It's my podcast and I'll cry if I want to. Anthony's crying about the podcast. He'll cry, too, if you just let him put his head on your shoulder. I was confused.